and all the money. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good to make it's good to make the money for sure. <laughs> and we're yeah. live. Uh, you know, welcome to Drawing for Tattooers. Um, yeah, and so with me this morning we have Elise and good Amber. Morning. So so great that you could join us today. Um <laughs> And so before we before we uh, went live, we were just sort of chit chatting about, you know, shop talk, you know, some of this, some of that, uh, you know, the biz, talking about the importance of, uh, you know, uh, getting deposits, you know, holding holding people to account. They say they're going to be there. You get prepared yeah. for them. So we you know whether it's a you know a tattoo or a piercing, or a graphic design job. Right. It doesn't matter, you know, there's, um, um, we are oftentimes, I think, you know, in our work, we take our work home with us a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to go, you got to do your scheduling. You may have to prepare drawings or other artworks before, uh, you know, to be prepared. So that way you can actually do the work when it's time to do the work. Right. Um, so so having uh, having that security of a of a you know deposit, I think it you know it increases the seriousness. You know, it like sort of it it does. I think it does. Uh, it does really um, uh, establish right that there's this like there's something at stake here, right? You know, yeah. you could just call and say like, yeah, I'll be there. You know, or yeah, I I want this. I want you to design this thing for me. Will you draw this for me? Will you design it? It's like of not for free. Right. <laughs> I'm a professional, yeah. so I, you know, I need you, you know, I need you to um, to respect the work that I do and my time, and so, um, you know, and so that was, yeah, I was showing Elise a drawing that I did, uh, and I had a no call, no show, but I, but I got the design right. I was going to regret it. She's I don't regret, regret it. it. I, I love, I, I love what I came up with, and, um, but I think it was sort of like, you know. It, it's like all the work I put into it would have made sense, you know, had I was able to get the, the, the job, you know, get the job done, do the actual work. The deposit didn't really cover the time that I spent working on it. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's a, it was a, it was just a very sort of <laughs> subtle comfort. You know what I mean? Like, okay, some of my time was paid for, but, um, but again, I'm going to look at it as a positive, not, you know, not completely negative. Uh, if they don't get it, then somebody else. So um, yeah, and you still were able to practice your drawing and your art and stuff, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's like you know, I I want the we're 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 doing our work to make a living. It's part of why we do the work we do, but it is it's the greatest job there is, right? So there's a there's always. Yeah. There's always some consolation, but, um, but anyway, you know, it's not, it's not complaining. It's just like, that's, it is what it is. And that's the, you know, we all, we all have, we all face our, you know, sort of, uh, the challenges, right. And the work, but, but Hey, spirit, good morning. And, and Steven, hey. great to see you both. Thanks for coming. Good morning. Good morning, Steven. Good morning. Good morning, Elise. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, good morning. guys. So I must say that I have nothing prepared. I have done no drawing. <laughs> I have no presentations. That's uh, all right. No, I kind of feel bad right. about it, but 
I've been reading the Pearson Bible all week, so I have nothing prepared either. <laughs> on my portfolio. <laughs> okay, I'm not alone. Woo. All right. So we all get we all get busy. Um and um I you know, so today my my I've got an agenda written out, so there's some things I want to talk about and then you know, um but we'll draw so we'll draw today, we'll draw together. I think that'll be, you know, that'll be a really uh um so last week we all drew some figures. Uh and I think that that really, you know uh it really sort of like refreshed me in a big way. You know, it was, you know, it got me, uh, got me excited for, you know, drawing more figures. So I did that throughout the week. And uh, um, I, I did all my other drawings too. And so there was kind of this, uh, it, was, it was a lot of drawing, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of different subjects. But I think, you know, uh, again, I, I still really see the value in drawing, you know, a figure drawing from life and those are some of the things we want to talk about today um but while i'm while i'm on that topic here i should i should definitely do the uh do the announcements and stuff because it's uh it's about that time in the show um so anyway i'm gonna uh, let's see if i can uh speaking of shows i thought yeah. i saw you use my tattoo for the uh the thumbnail. I was I was so excited yeah. to see that. <laughs> oh. Very well deserved, I think. And 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 uh, you know, um that's the that's the hook, right? You know, like it's like people see this amazing, beautiful tattoo and are like, What is this show about? <laughs> and mm. they want to click on it. You know what I yeah. mean? So so thank you for you know it, it that's the that's I think the the catch, right? If you're on here. You know, anything you show might be used for. Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I love it. That's so, so great. I love it. No, I. Thank yeah, you. that was okay, right? The, oh, one hundred percent. I was. Yeah, I was elated. I showed my wife, and she's like, yeah. "Whoa!" Well, it was, it was it was excellent work, and you know, um, so keep it keep it coming. Keep yeah. sharing your stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? I think that's the. That's what this uh, you know format is about. I think you know is that we're we're here together to you know to learn grow together you know make uh uh make better art and tattoos together yeah. so um it's an excellent feeling isn't it it is yeah it is really is. congratulations thanks amber thank you so much yeah i mean i you know i've just um you know like before this class you know i just have i didn't have as many artistic voices in my head or as many like rules to listen to you know um you know but now it's like when i'm tattooing and working on things you know i can hear james say where's the line of termination you know where's you know where's the foreshortening this part is going to be a little darker than this part you know and the more we do this the more we kind of go over the basics and keep going re keep rehashing the basics the more it's going to be revealed you know and uh that's exciting well yeah no you, you give me that's way too much credit but but thank you <laughs> me, um, oh my gosh yeah all right uh so where am i at derp yeah 
Announcements, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, good morning and welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, uh, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join in these live stream and real world events. Uh, we beam out nearly every single day and with your help have become uh, an incredible network of uh, live and on-demand uh, content. So um, our, our goal is to inspire and share and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. So um, you know, thank you again for, for coming. Um, so right now I'm sharing uh, my screen and it's, you should be seeing the Reinventing the Tattoo uh, homepage. And so here at reinventingthetattoo.com, you can find all sorts of courses, content, and it's all available, uh, some for free, right? And then there's other subscription-based things that you can check out as well. Um, as you explore this homepage, there's all kinds of uh, programming on the network that you can check out as well. So if you're interested in uh, joining our live stream, you can always come down here to the event schedule and find links that'll, that'll bring you into uh, these, these Zoom meetings. Uh, yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. So if, uh, so if we're, if we're live on YouTube, you can let us know in the chat. Uh, it's <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with all of the chat and also do this. So if, if anybody sees the chat, say, Hey, um, Hi, chat. welcome. Yeah. Hey chat, but, but welcome and let us know where you're, where you're watching us from and if this is working out for you. Um, okay. So, uh, you can find us here at reinventingthetattoo.com. We have a Roku channel, Reinventing the Tattoo backslash Roku. You can find us on all the major podcast directories, um, such as Spotify, Apple. We're also on the uh, Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You can find the Reinventing the Tattoo app. You can install it on your, on your phone or on your tablet, and then you can get access to the course content there. Um, there's, all, there's all kinds of, uh, there's a community as well, which is, uh, which I, uh, I, I, I really wish that I, you know, I need to like dedicate myself to make more time for the, you know, for the reinventing, uh, like social network that, that exists. It's very cool. And it's a, it's a space where you can, uh, you can show your work, get feedback from other students and other people that are in the, in the community. Um, as well as just sort of get reminders about, you know, like upcoming things. So it's, um, so it's, it's, it is a community. And so uh, you're encouraged to, you know, to investigate and, and check it out. So, um, right. Here's uh, some of the sponsors and stuff. We'll get to them. Uh, so the schedule of programming that we have uh, starting on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, we have the skill building drawing group hosted by Jason Leeser. Um, that's followed on Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, Drawing for Tattooers. That's, that's this show. You made it. Hooray. Monday, 9 a.m. And so here we are. We're doing it. And um, We're here. Yeah, we are. Uh, at 11 a.m. on Mondays, we have the Tattoo Weekly, hosted by Lauren Gregory, Jake Meeks, and Gabe Ripley. 5 p.m. on Mondays, we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. Mondays at 9 p.m. Mondays is a, is a, is a full day. It's a full schedule. <laughs> so Mondays are a big day for, for us here at Reinventing. So at 9 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, we have the Subscribers Exclusive Drawing Group. Um, 
Tuesdays at 10 a.m., we have Tuesday Fields Drawing Group, hosted by Ricardo Sturdivant. On Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast, hosted by Vaughn Baker. So now we'd like to... It's always a fun show. It is a fun show. And Kyle's on there, the, the whole gang, you know, over there at, at yeah. Derb's, Derb's shop. Um, so it's very, it's very cool. Uh, right. So let's we'll talk about some of our sponsors. Uh, Tattoo Now. Uh, Tattoo Now is technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development management with digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. They have upgrades and uh, CRM software. That's customer relations management software. Um, so there's all kinds of tools here. Uh, check it out. Um, again, it's just a, it's a great resource that um, you may find could be very beneficial for your, uh, for your shop or for your own personal, you know, your own uh, individual practice as a, as a tattoo artist. Um, so that's tattoonow.com. And of course, we'd like to thank uh, Guy Atchison for being the founder and inspiration behind Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, you can learn more about Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com, where you can find original artwork, prints of artwork, uh, equipment like machines, as well as uh, the Biomech Encyclopedia, uh, and other art educational, tattoo educational content. Um, and so uh, you can learn more <laughs> at GuyAtchison.com. Uh, yes. Um, and then... Uh, here's my site. You can come here and learn more about me. It's a work in progress, gang, but tattooingwisdom.com where you can learn more about Ooh. the art and tattoos of uh, of uh, James Wisdom. You request a consult. Which is amazing. Though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the that's our that's our you know our you know our thumbnail for the show for pre you know shows that are coming up, but then but then you know, we like to show the work of everybody here. You know, there's, I think whatever, whoever stands out, you know, it's just really great to, you know, to, to showcase everybody that participates. And so it's. How long did it take you to paint that? Um, like it was like 32 years or 33 years or something like that. <laughs> no, I heard that joke one time, you know, somebody asked somebody like, how long did it take to paint, you know, that? And it's like, well, it'll take my whole life. So you did it. Right. Like, actual time working on it. Uh, you know, Picasso I, with the napkin. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't too long. It was. You know. Well, anyways. So I. Uh, so I've got some tattoos and stuff here. You can check out. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm always adding new stuff to it, and so. Uh. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh, there's the announcements. So, um, very cool. I wanted to, uh, I also wanted to mention, um, I want to, I want to start promoting it and I'm excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm going to hell city. That is, I'm going <laughs> and we're going to oh, go on go for tattooers live at hell city. So, oh, so cool. It's going to be cool. Awesome. If, if, uh, you know, if anybody, if any of you are there at Health City, please, you know, come, come to it. Um, it's free for reinventing <laughs> members. And then there's a small fee if, you know, if, if you're interested, you want to come and, and draw. We're going to do some fun activities, some warm ups and stuff. And then, you know, try to try to do some, you know, try to do some investigating. 
right? Try to do some some deep dives into, you know, uh, some of the some of the basics, right? That we've been, you know, we talk about here, and but it's always fun in person, right? When you get to do, you know, like uh, you get to a class in person, um, it's exciting. And you got others around you, and then there's is that one on one sort of thing. So, um, anyway, it's going to be Hell City, uh, May nineteenth through the twenty first in Columbus, Ohio. So I'm really looking forward to, um, to being at the reinventing the tattoo booth. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to mention that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Hey everybody. I'm, I'm so glad you could make it. And, um, we were, we were chit chatting about, uh, you know, about deposits earlier about like about the business. And I, you know, I was just reflecting on it, you know, myself, and just sort of talking about how it's, uh, how important it is, right? How how your time is valuable, right? And so I was wondering if anybody else had like, you know, any reflections on that, like, uh, you know, does anybody else like, do you do you ask for deposits for your work? Do you, you know, like, do you not? You know, like I, I know some people, they've got such a such an established client base of people with work. That's all they work on is people that they have work on, you know, and it's sort of like, like, I don't ask for deposits cause all my people, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm just constantly working on, on that. That's a luxury. I, I think so. I mean, that's great. Maybe that's the, maybe well, that's my shop does the, what's called a rolling deposit. Mm -hmm. One deposit for a tattoo and it rolls over to every appointment. As long as they make their appointment or reschedule it in time, their deposit rolls over to the next appointment. Yes. So say yeah, they have a deposit of 50 bucks in once, and that lasts every appointment they have until that tattoo is done. Yeah. Apply it to the last session. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But, um, and then, and then what happens when, you know, you don't have clients that are getting full sleeves, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, somebody's just coming in and getting a, you know, a medium-sized tattoo that'll just take one session. Um, yeah, definitely take deposits um, that, you know, mm -hmm. I, when I did not mm -hmm. take deposits, uh, I would say my no-call, no-shows would just, it would, it, I would probably get like maybe 50% no-call, no-shows, maybe 60% no-call, no-shows. But then when I started taking deposits, it went down to maybe like 10, um, 10%. Uh, because only the people that are are serious are gonna are gonna pay you. Um and even yeah. even then you'll still have no call, no shows, but at least you got paid. You know, um, at least you got paid for the time. I used to take, I used to take uh, I'm probably gonna go back to it in a little bit, but um, I used to take like uh, two hundred dollar deposits. Because I, I was taking hundred dollar deposits at first, but then I still got no call, no shows. Um, but then two hundred dollar deposits—that's when people stop. You know, two you you gonna feel two hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. My mentor, my mentor put it like this: when I, because I was when I first started, I was like, oh my god, I can't ask for money. No, what do you mean, like? No, they're gonna say no. They're gonna run out of the door. And he was like, he he asked me this question. He was like, he's like, if you could ask God any question, the any question possible, would you do that? If you could ask God any question 
Would you ask? Would you do that? Let me tell you. I, I would. <laughs> I would. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what. I don't know where we'd be at, but. <laughs> Can it okay. be a compound question? Sure. Sure. Good question. That, that's a that's a good that's a good question. But no, it would be one question at a time. Um, <laughs> like open ended questions, right? <laughs> you just ask God why. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so, so that, that's the first question. And then, then, but the, the next question is now, if you had to, uh, take one minute off of your life for every question that you ask God, would you still ask God questions? Yeah, you would, you would, right? Yeah. I could spare but it would only be the, yeah, sure. But it would only be the important questions. It would only, it wouldn't, you wouldn't just be under his, you know what I'm, God, 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 God. It would be, you would really think on these questions. You know what I'm saying? Especially as you get older. Um, so you got, we're going to think we're God to these people. You know what I'm saying? We are, you know, we're, they know. We're the gods. Yeah, we're the tag gods. You know what I'm saying? They know nothing about tattoos. So of course, you know, if, if they can get a free tattoo design out of you or just free information or just sit, sit you down and pick your brain, they're going to do that. You know, um, they're definitely going to do that. Um, so, you know, only the people that are that didn't, that put skin in the game are, are going to be serious. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. No, like you said, like they don't know that we're beholden to the actual tattoo gods, you know. So, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, we're, you know, so we answer to them. Um, right. No, I like I, I do like it. I think it's it is it's. Um, it is a serious serious business right and if you, you say you're gonna show up for this i want to i want to be ready you know what i mean and i think that's uh that's important that's that's our end of the bargain i suppose right it's like you know it's like mm -hmm. you, if you you know you're gonna put it on yourself to to take the appointment that you're you try to be prepared for it um to, to the best you can right there might be some sort of last minute details and stuff that you have to sort of confer with them about but you know to, you know this isn't uh it's more it's less a judgment of, about others practices and more of like a, I, I don't i want to do my best right but i've certainly seen worked with others who just like they start the drawing or they show up late <laughs> they show up you know they got an appointment set they show up late and then they're like i, I haven't started the drawing yet you know so just sit there and wait in the lobby while I, while I work this out. Um, yeah, I mean, those sorts, that sort of thing is, um, uh, you know, it's like, why? You know, why do that? Why, you know, it's like so much, so much stress. It's so, you know, it's so, uh, you know, upsetting, I think, to everybody. To you, you know, you're the artist. And it's like, now you got to put yourself through that. You know what I mean? Like, right before you do your work. Um, I don't know. I think it's... <laughs> shit happens probably but at the same time like if you can you know if you can uh be more diligent and and try to you know be more professional and you know really professional stuff here um that might I be something i always thought leaving it till the night before was cutting it close and then i realized how many tattooers leave it till the hour before their <laughs> appointment is coming in and i'm like i i like to work on a deadline and you know, I like the chaos of getting close to that line. It fuels me, but not an hour before the tattoo's coming in. I want my shit tight. Uh, I do it. 
I do a, no, actually, uh, I, I will draw the tattoo when they're there. Um, like I'll draw it right in front of them. I've been doing that a lot lately. Um, cause what, what I used to do is, uh, I used to like toil the night before or like a week before. Um, and I, I find that it's not even really the pressure it is that that does help, but it's also the, having the client there with me. Um, even having them like see me to put it together, see me use the different references. I find it it's, it's, it's helpful. It's helpful for me and it's helpful for the client um, because they get to be a part of the process. Um, and I, and I, I take my authority from this by, um, because I was thinking of Michelangelo when he was sculpting the David. Um, and I, I talk about this a lot. Uh, when he was sculpting the David, he was very, guarded around it. he didn't want anybody to see it he just wanted people to think that you know it just fell from heaven um and it was just perfect uh and so i i feel i felt the same way about my my tattooing i felt the same way about my imagery and stuff um but then i realized i was like if michelangelo feels this way about his art then i don't have to feel that way about mine i then i can because this is i'm not i'm not creating the david here this is a tattoo you know what i'm saying um which is something completely different you know what i'm saying like the david is stone that people are seeing this is an image that is going on a human you know um so i i like to include the person and and i hope that what i'm saying kind of helps you a little bit too kind of helps to bring the a little bit of the stress down because um you'd be surprised like how because i used to think that like that if people saw it put together that it would take away the magic right that if they see it, if they see pieces, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, well, that's how it's done. That's the trick to it. Oh, well, this is not, is awesome. But no, that's not at all. That's not it at all. Like them seeing it from the time it's created and from the time, boom, you like this? Yeah, I like it. That's really awesome. I like how, you know what I mean? It's nice. Yeah, I got to get over and being watched while I draw. Mm -hmm. Being yeah. watched gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I you told me, Amber, that sometimes it's hard to tell between tell the difference between anxiety and excitement. excitement. Yes. Oh, I can tell it's anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Again, something just, I'm working say, on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Amber. Go ahead. It's something I'm working on because I have to be observed through my, you know, through my apprenticeship. And the more mm -hmm. comfortable I get with people, the easier it is to have them observe me. So it's really yeah. about building a comfortable relationship with my clients to be able to have that give and take of a drawing right in front of them, mm -hmm. which yeah. I think will come with more experience. Yeah. Uh, yes, it will come with experience. And I think, uh, um, and, and, but again, you're right about the, you know, anxiety versus excitement. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's, they're they're kind of the they're probably the same coin, right? Um, but um, they're the same chemical. Yeah, yeah hmm. it's the same. It's the same thing, probably how you look at it. Um, so I I, I think you, that Spirit, you bring up a really great point that like there's um there isn't a right way, right, to be prepared for you know what it is because again, like once you start the process of actually doing it, you meet the real, you know, sort of uh, uh, all the contingencies, all the you know all the things that could happen. So I think, you know, it, with experience comes the knowledge that, uh, of 
of how you would be best prepared. There might be some, there might be some, some prep work that, that needs to get done, you know, thumbnail sketches or something like that small studies that help you sort of develop it, depending on what you're going to do. If it's going to be a big freehand sort of thing, you know what I mean? If it's going to be like a, you know, again, like sort of a collage that you're putting together. Um, I think there can be, uh, there could be real moments of excitement. Like you said, like you kind of bring the client into the process. Maybe it's, maybe it's the client. Again, maybe it's how there's, there are different aspects to how you work. Um, and different, projects are going to call for different sorts of approaches. So there isn't going oh, to be no. this probably like one size fits all, but, uh, but yeah, you know, um, I think, I think, uh, you know, um, taking it seriously is the, is that has to be the universal here, right? That you're really taking it seriously. Yeah. And it can be yeah. you know, like, if you're, if again, if like, you know, if you're, if you're like, you know, showing up late all the time you know again it could you could be anxious and you're like sort of avoiding you know the fate <laughs> of having to come in and do your job uh that might be something you know you got to work on but uh um you know being there for your you know for your for your shop right being on time being on there on time for your customers and stuff i the older I get, certainly the more importance that I, I feel that has, right? And just, it's, it's, um, it's the, it's what's right. It's the right thing to do. It's the, you know, it's the right thing to do is to, to take it seriously and to, um, you know, if you need to work beforehand to do some stuff, you got to do it. If, if, again, if it's a part of the product that you make that, you know, I've heard that, you know, uh, Marcus Leonard is a, you know, was a tattooer and he, He's been on the reinventing, you know, the reinventing drawing groups, giving critiques and stuff. Amazing biomechanical tattoo artist, and uh, um, and and he and he's sort of, I think, in the same camp as you, Spirit. Like he, you know, when he gets there, he just he draws it on you, and that's that's it. You know, he's gonna draw it right. He's gonna do a freehand drawing on your body, and then that's that is it. It turns out incredibly right. It's an amazing product in the end. Uh, do y'all have the process. image in your head? Like when you like when somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, you know, I want this tattoo, you know, girl holding an owl with a dream catcher in the back and her hair, is the whatever. They, they don't know that the hair that you had that. So um, um, but do you have like in, in the, the appointment will be like a week from now or two weeks from now, like I'll have the image in my head. For you know, the whole time. And then by the time I get down to the paper, that's when I'll kind of put it there. I'll, like I might do some thumbnails, like some rough sketches, but I'll, I'll generally have the image in my head. Do you, do you guys have that? I want to open up the floor a little bit. I, um, if it's something like a figure, um, then I'm definitely going to start with thumbnails and then I'm going to try to go through do my best to, uh, to get that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to get that like together. Um, uh, I, I like, I like anatomical accuracy when possible and, you know, proportional sort of relationships whenever possible. Mm -hmm. But of course, so, you know, like, like you can highly stylize it and it can, that can be really beautiful too. You know what I mean? So this is, this is just probably more of a personal preference or a stylistic one. 
Um, so again, I'll try to draw it and then I'll, you know, the more that I have, if I have some time to, to look at it, I'll have a more critical eye, uh, you know, if I have an extra day or two, you know, sort of to put it aside, go about my life and then bring it back out again. It's like, oh, okay. You know, like that arm is a little bit long or those fingers are, you know, kind of fucked. It, there's, you know what I mean? There's all kinds of like, there's little things that you, you know, that you may not, um, you become blind to it. Right. So there's all kinds of tricks that we can use again, like a little bit of distance, a little bit of time between looking at it, flipping the reference, you know, uh, uh, so that way it's in reverse so you can look at it. Yeah. That's a great yeah, a different perspective or in a mirror, same, same sort of thing upside down. Um, but I, that, that again, this personal preference, I think, you know, some people have a real stylized approach to let's, you know, because of your specific example of a figure, some people have a really stylized approach to it. Um, but I think, uh, you know, having, being able to, being able to sort of have that freedom to, to kind of generate like a figure and then <laughs> use some resource to, to like, to, um, to investigate how, how the anatomy could look, I think is, um, I, that's something that I, I enjoy that process of it, you know, particularly. Um, but I have a cheap oh yeah, pinups. What's that? Um, I don't know if you know who Dita Von Teese is. Oh, the uh, cab or um, yeah, go ahead. She's a famous burlesque dancer, burlesque, mm. and her silhouette is perfect. Mm. I have a cache of photos of her in different poses mm. from her show. And I go to my Dita Von Teese pictures and I find the pose that would work for the pinup I'm doing and mm. I will trace her silhouette. Mm. She oh, is perfect in proportion. And then I'll just. And I bet it was black and white too. Is it black and white photography? <laughs> She's got, I've got a lot of, yeah, I've got a lot of black and white of her. And if it's not black and white, I will change it because then it brings out the values and the contrast better. But her silhouette is perfect for a pinup every time. She's got That's that perfect. tiny little cinched waist and the hips and it's she's perfect. Uh, you got the whole Betty Boot thing going on. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It also helps that she's stunning. <laughs> Word. Um, so my question was, um, do you do you all have the image in your head? And I'd like to um ask other people that like when when if this is the assignment and your assignment is due such and such, I'll have the like it'll just it'll be fuzzy, but I'll have it. You're kind of fleshing it out in your head before you put even thumbnails down. Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of like it'll just be, you know what I mean? Do you have that, Steven? Yeah, I would say I have a pretty good idea what I want to do um, mm -hmm. with basic description. You know, I mean, it could change depending on, uh, you know, the client's ideas, but I pretty much know what I want to do. Mm hmm. Word. How about you, Elise? Um, I think that I'm a little bit different. This is kind of a similar question to there's there's this thought that some people think in words and other people think in images. 
uh, and basically you test that where someone's like, oh, imagine an apple. And then the second question is, do you actually see an apple in your head or is it like the idea of an apple in it's your head? It's definitely the idea of an apple. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, yeah, I think in narrated images. Yes, and I think that's how I am too. Which is why I'm James. I know we've had this uh, conversation before. I'm a visual learner because I think more in words. Like I, I have a constant narrative uh, going that's kind of explaining things. So I have to see something in order to like have a better idea of how I would want it to look later, which is why I, for all of my projects, I have like so much reference because once once I know what it is supposed to look like, I can then have a concept of what I would like for it to look like. So typically I would need to do some research first before I know uh, what I would like to do for a piece. And I, um... I, I always tend to push back on this idea of the, the visual learner. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's it's both. Like we need language and imagery a, a lot of times. Um, so uh, they work in conjunction with one another often, and it's it's likely. I, I mean, that's that's just that's just my sense of it. You know that like um, that you you know you, we may favor images. You know, we may favor language abstraction, right? Like language is abstract. Images can feel more, you know, uh, as as this appearance, it's immediacy. You know, we see it, we see something. It's like it's immediate. It's there. You know, language abstracts it and makes it, um, you know, categorizes it in some way. Um, but I think you know, like because we give things names and then we can share with each other that an agreement. There's a correspondence between like this is. My coffee cup. <laughs> so, we can share. We can share. An, we can share like that linguistic relationship, and then we can also sort of pair the image with it. And then, so we need both. I think there's a there's a necessity to both to have um, uh, to have a shared sort of uh, experience about you know what it is that we're that we're talking. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, what about it is that we're referring to so that way you can, you know, start to develop it. Um, because again, I mean, otherwise, like, you know, even, even pointing, you point at something is language, right? It's body language, you're pointing at it. So I think it's, there's a, there's a, the real, there's a real connection between it. And the, I agree, like, I, I, I definitely, you know, feel more comfortable with images too sometimes, but, um, Again, we may we may categorize ourselves into a, you know, into a like a limitation. I say I, I only you know I, I can only deal with images or something like that. Not saying anybody here does that, but it, it, I think it can get there, right? You can you can start to say you know, you know, reject reading, you know, like I don't I'm not a reader I don't read, or something like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an artist I can't draw at all. I think there's like if you put that on yourself, you know. Um, become self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm. But, you know, I think there's always, uh, there's a relationship and you may favor one side to the other. You may work better one way or another. And that's, that's totally fine. And so, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I also think, yeah. Well, I also think the difference is that because I work in three dimensions, 
I have a lot more to like I have a lot more angles that I have to make sure that everything lines up too so if I don't have enough information I really like if I only have one photo of something I probably unless it's very simple <laughs> it would be very difficult to do unless uh, I filled in a lot of blanks yeah so I don't know if that answers your question spirit <laughs> I'm sorry you did you did okay it's, it's, it's hard to like explain how you think about things because mm -hmm. it's you know like you know it's hard to do that <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I think that this is so valuable to discuss these, you know, like, like, what are we, you know, where are we really coming from? What are the things that we, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are, yeah why? How, how does this work? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> that is, you know, uh, that is the question. Uh, but again, you know, it's, you that probably you know it's something that is it's always going to be unfolding you know in this moment um that we will you know and as long as we keep asking it probably you know it, it becomes a richer experience i think you know it's something that becomes more um uh you get become more engaged with mm -hmm. right rather than just you know uh rather than just simply going along right you, you question you ask questions that things that are important to you and um that's something that's going to be uh that's going to serve you well i believe so right thinking versus our awareness right so we're aware we're aware of our you know being in this moment we're aware of the thing that we're doing um or the thing that is being done through us and, and these are all kinds of you know probably the modes that we go through right mm -hmm. thinking about something where we're aware of Thing that's happening and so that's right i guess i you know uh and that's that's where drawing i think for me drawing is uh it's is a constant sort of like you know, modulation or fluctuation between those two states right where i'm you know observing something trying to become aware of it trying to become more familiar like through a visual consumption Right, it's it's like your mm -hmm. eyes are visual it, consumption. Like it. You know, you're taking it in and you're actually learning about it. You know, like to draw means to pull from. Mm. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I definitely feel like some of my drawings have been pulled from me. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I think that's. Uh, yeah. Again, language, right? Language <laughs> is so crucial. Mm -hmm. It, it, it reveals to us so much about what it is that's, um, you know, uh, the mystery of what we're experiencing. It, it feels, uh, you know, sometimes unintelligible, you know, go back to the language and, and there can be sorts of insight that, that you can gain. And um, I believe it, you know, I really do. So um, anyway, uh, I'd, I would love it if we could, uh, we could draw a bit. So, um, but I figured let's we get back to basics, right? And do some, you know, do a few warm ups. So, uh, let me see here. I'm gonna, I'll just do share my 
share my iPad. Right. Maybe. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Cool. All right. So iPad. Um, right. So I like to practice drawing ellipses. Again, I think, you know, the there's a warm-up involved, right? There's a warming up that can happen, you know, but again, uh, I like to relate it to perspective a lot. Um, and so uh, more on that, I think as, you know, as we continue, you know, to continue to work together, you know, I'm hopefully I'll, I will have a, you know, some explanations about how that works that can be useful for you. But, you know, of course, the basic concept is, and I will, you know, so I'll rely on my mechanical, you know, let me see, I can make that a bit bolder for you all. Increase the tonal value, right? So if we have a circle. Nope. <laughs> it's like, that was so far from a circle. They're like, nope, that's not a, that doesn't count. Give me a circle. All right. <laughs> Circle, right? Impossible. God, I'm like some of the worst. Anyway, so circle. Um, you have a circle, right? You see the circle in perspective. Um, it should hopefully become, you know, an ellipse, right? That's the that's the thought. And I mean, I think if you want to, if you want to, like, like, test this theory in, you know, in practice, you can definitely do it. Right, you can sort of take anything that's anything that's circular, like you know, look at your coffee cup, and you can see the you know the opening here is is elliptical. But if I look, you know, if I can look straight at it, or I can drink it, it becomes a circle, right? And it's so that's so simple, but that's the idea, right? That, that when we see it in perspective, right, we're going to see this uh, you know this elliptical shape. And what's more is that you know, of course, this this circle. Um, for instance, it has, uh, it has, you know, like sort of a, you know, and a, and a height, right. That are the same, right. It's at all points in the circle, right. They're all, they're all equal distance from the center point, right. Uh, with an ellipse, we have this, we have this definite relationship, a longer axis and a shorter one, right. So at the center, you know, the geometrical center where we see it. Right there's there's going to be this relationship. Uh, um, it's it's all there's many different points, but you can rely on this idea of the of the you know the longer axis right and the and the shorter one. And so, um, when you're when you're thinking about like how how to make your ellipse like what's gonna you know uh, with, if you draw one on paper, you know or it's like you're starting to see it develop on skin. For example, you're like something about it's not quite right. You try to go back to this basic idea, right? That the, you know, that you've got a you've got a longer axis and a shorter axis, right? And that's going to give you the ellipse, um, you know, to to make it look as um, as beautiful, as elegant as as it can, right? That it's going to have that sort of relationship. Um, so long axis, sh short axis, right? That's something I want to, you know, I want to sort of drill that in, keep it in mind because it can really help later on uh, when you start to think about like, well, how can I, how can I now make this ellipse 
Um, so again, forgive my shitty. Little, and I, and we're talking about in the real. I'm sorry. No, go um, ahead. I, I we're we're talking about drawing in the real world, not the iPad that can help us draw the shape. Am I correct? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or you know, to be honest, I think like having this, having some understanding, can help you use this tool, the iPad, much more effectively. I think. Mm-hmm. Again, there's not there's not to take away from tracing things out. I think it's I think it's so important. Tracing is is uh, is an important practice. It's something that we do. You know, as tattoo artists, we do it all the time. You know. Uh, again you were talking about the renaissance earlier like that's something that that was like the that was like the the practice of you know the artisans was like they would they would just like trace or you know reproduce the same you know images all the time right they'd have the cartoons they'd have the you know they'd have, they'd have the stencil of what they were going to paint on the fresco on the wall right and that, and that was what they would do the people that we remember the most are the composers the ones who you know, sort of made the, made the designs and stuff, you know, for people to follow. Um, but I think that the, the point that I want to make is like, here's some basic, like sort of, you know, thoughts about how this, again, this ubiquitous form, this thing that's everywhere, you see it all the time. Again, like I was saying, you know, before we, everywhere you look, you see eye level. <laughs> you know, every, everywhere you look, right, eye level is involved in it. And so, again, if you, you can stylize things, you can make them, you know, uh, uh, you can, you can make them sort of, uh, I guess, almost abstracting them, but to bring about, to bring about appearance, you know, sort of convincing appearance can be another goal. Then you have to do the abstraction first. <laughs> that makes, I know that maybe sounds weird, but like, you know, like as the, as the composer is the one who's going to compose the image you have to do the abstraction and then it becomes this more immediate appearance for your audience, for the viewer. Um, so it just depends on what you're going for. This, you know, these are conventions, right? The whole idea of eye level, it's a convention, it's made up, but it, but it does help it like language. It, it, it's like a language. It helps us communicate in a way that's can be um, intelligible for an audience if that if that helps mm-hmm. right so anyway you know sort of thinking of thinking about how would you uh how would you you know place an ellipse in space to make it you know do the thing you want you know if you wanted it to if you wanted it to be like there's a you know there's a the ring of saturn or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible. Hey, you know, it's so yeah. hard yeah uh, but the, you know the rings of saturn like how do you make that you know like so which direction are you looking at you know are you are we looking you know up at the that's lacking you know so are, are we looking like from the bottom up at saturn right right and then that's the one that goes behind right or you know are we looking down at saturn you know like or are we up above it or down below you know whatever the case may be um and sort of to be able to give you the freedom to compose this thing the way that you like again like you see it in your mind's eye but we were talking about that i couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more with you all like that's I think that's where it begins but it's a totally different matter like getting it getting it out right and then there's also you know again and not to take away from it you might go on a search an image search for like 
this represents what I'm thinking pretty close. And so now I'm just, I'm now going to copy this reference. Nothing wrong with that. But if you have a vision that you, you know, that's really specific in your mind's eye, and then you want to try to, you know, sort of create it, I think a good process to think about is like a thumbnail sketch, right? And then getting down into some ideas about how the perspective may work, and then the tonal value, and then finally some color, and then you, I think you're well on your way to, to generating your own compositions. Like that's the, mm. that would be the thought that I, that, that'd be my pitch, right? Just to sell it to you. Um, so anyway, uh, so ellipses, right? They are important, I think, and a good warm up. And so a good way to think about it or a good way to, to, to practice these, that I think kind of helps, uh, you know, maybe generate a little bit more um, continuity. So they become, uh, you know, you get stronger at them, right? You know, it's like something, <laughs> I'm going to draw them and they're going to be terrible. But at the same time, like, I'm going to know, like, I, I can look at it and say, like, ah, this is out of balance here, right? And that, that comes with experience, right? So a way that I like to do it, uh, <laughs> so forgive me. Uh, so try to draw my best. I'm going to try to draw a circle. Okay. I'll just go around, just go around the show. Oh, look, it's so flat over there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen but, you know, of... Again, I'm warming up and, and so I, there's, um, uh, I keep, I keep yammering on, but you know, I'm warming up and I think like, there's always going to be this, this sort of jurisdiction between like how far that your wrist can go. And that's important, right? That's, I think, you know, Guy Atchison talks about that a lot when you're drawing a thumbnail sketch, he likes to kind of keep it within that jurisdiction. Of where your of where your wrist can sort of take you, I think that's I think that's that's a good way to think of it. Um, uh, the I think a problem can happen when you go to start. You know, if you're like sort of shading something and you're just doing this sort of like haphazard, like you know, just whipping your wrist around. I think you can damage. I think you can get hurt that way. So I think if you're you sort of carefully, you know, you know, you're thinking about your your own, you know, the own your own mechanics, like how you can how you can do things. Uh, and moving in a you know judicious way, then that's fine, right? But I think when you like sort of unconsciously like I gotta shade this in, and you're just like you know just going like that like crazy, like you can you can hurt yourself, right? Carpal tunnel and all the rest. So anyway, for these warm ups, I like to think about like moving the shoulder, moving the elbow, right? And then there's you know so less about this. These warm ups can be less about the wrist and more about the rest of the arm. Again, you're gonna use your wrist for you know a lot of your fine. Use your fingers, you know, for all the fine movements you'll need. But so many times, I, like when I'm tattooing, it's like I need to like sort of. I might need to pull a line that's kind of long, longer than my wrist, you know, can take me. So I may need to sort of like you know, be able to, you know, sort of move my hand independently, you know, not braced. Right, I can start to get it. Um, so yeah, having that, you know, building, you know, doing your exercises and stuff can help. So anyway, so start with a, do your best, right? Do a circle. Uh, and then I like to draw, I like to draw an ellipse that sort of fits inside of it. Again, go around the track a couple times. It's a, uh, and the thought being again, like, you know, there's a, like this circle is a sphere and it's divided in the middle. I can see that's the division. Next I'll go, a vertical one, right? So horizontally, vertically. Whoa. Build a little bit of angle, right? 
and one more crossed. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, so I like this form because why it's, you know, there's, there's the circle, one, two, ellipse, three, four, and five, right? You've drawn five things and they connect and you can kind of see like, uh, you can kind of see how they, you know, how you did, right? You can, you can, you can judge it. And so I think that can be, this can be a really effective way to, to, you know, to, again, you can just warm up by just doing them. And I think there's a, there's a value in that. I like to go, uh, you know, clockwise, counterclockwise, um, go in different, uh, go in different orientations, like whatever, uh, don't get stuck in just doing it one way. Of course, there may be a way that you, that you just simply are better at. Right, we're talking about visual learning and language and stuff like you know you're you're better with images, let's say, right? You're better going clockwise or you're better going counterclockwise, whatever you're you know, you're better at an angle, right? Whatever, however you draw them, they, you know, you're slightly they, they become more more of that short axis, long axis relationship shows up more clearly when you draw it at this particular way. Knowing that about yourself is important. And that, but that's the point of this practice is to just to get over that stuff and practice it. And so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, plus five, 12. So I like to do 50 of these. So uh, 13, <laughs> 14, I'm taking this seriously. I trust me, you know, we're talking about seriousness earlier. This is, I am being serious here, but it, again, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. You know, get it out now. <laughs> it's terrible. And you can laugh at yourself a bit. You know what I mean? You can um, you can uh, uh, enjoy it, right? I think the, the thing I like to remember is that, like, you're not going to, it's never going to be perfect. You probably, to be honest, you're not really going to approach what you could do mechanically here. Right? Again, like, we know we use this iPad all the time. If I hold it long enough, it's going to snap to ellipse or circle, right? As we demonstrated earlier, I <laughs> tried to. Or you can use a template, right? Having a template, a mechanical reproduction of it. I think those are, you know, those are all ways that like can, um, that we can use, especially, you know, if we really want to, really want a nice appearance, but um, having just, I don't know, practicing it. I think can be valuable uh, because you want to get warmed up. You know what I mean? You want to have fun. Drawing should be fun too, I think. I really do. I think it should be uh, something that we, you know, you get some enjoyment out of. Um, <sighs> yeah, so I definitely have this tendency, right? I, I can sort of spot like, oh, I have a tendency like right here, sort of flatten it out. It's like something about the, something about how my arm is moving, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Maybe something I can work on, identify it. This comes through that repetition. The knowledge can, or the, the understanding can come through that repetition. 
I think that's because you're right-handed. I think if you're left-handed, you have a flat spot on the other side. Mm. <laughs> what? I can attest to that. Uh, hold on, let me see. That's a good, because I'm left-handed, so. <laughs> let me see. Where's, yeah, where are your imperfections at? Right? My gonna, wobbly side. Mine's on the left side. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep. Because it's easier for me to pull than it is to push. Yeah. Like when I push, that's when things get a little wonky. Should have done more push ups in gym class. <laughs> it was Giotto uh, in the early Renaissance who drew the perfect circle for the Pope. Oh. The Pope was like, he asked his squire, he was like, hey, go to Giotto and get him to draw a picture for us. So just to prove that he is who we want. And the guy went to him and Giotto drew a per per perfect circle. And he was like, take that. And the guy was like, what is this? He was like, just, just take that. Just, please just understand that he drew, a, I drew a perfect circle. <laughs> and he was like, just take this to him. This is all you need, I promise. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and certainly, of course it was. Do you know who else can draw a perfect circle? Who? SpongeBob SquarePants. What? <laughs> Have you seen the the how SpongeBob uh, draws a perfect circle clip? No, I haven't. No, it's it's very convoluted. So it's a it's a storyline where SpongeBob and Squidward are both taking art classes, mm -hmm. and the teacher's like, "Oh, draw a circle for me," and of course, Squidward's look like how our circles are turning out. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then SpongeBob has this perfect circle. So then eventually he gets upset with him. He's like, how are you drawing a perfect circle? So he's like, well, first I draw, he, he draws a completely rendered head. And then he's like, I, and then I erase the eyes and I erase the chin and then I erase all of this stuff. And then there's a circle left behind and there's a, this perfect circle left at the end. So whenever you talk about circles, Oh, it just fun. reminds me of uh, SpongeBob drawing a head to get a circle. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's funny. I think the other thing that helps to think about when doing these is that uh, there's a saying that if something's not good, then it better be funny. <laughs> yeah that's this for sure um well anyway i think um well i'm feeling warm warmed up nice and warmed up um and so uh again it's kind of like you may come up with other you know sorts of you know approaches to this you know just just to get yourself you know, in the drawing frame of mind. Um, and I, I, I know we've talked about it before. Uh, I know spirit has attested to this too, but there's just something about, you know, you get warmed up before you get, before you really get into the, the drawing of something. And it could be, make a big difference. I think I certainly notice when I, you know, when I'm going into something cold and it's just like, it's like hitting that wall of, uh, you know, frustration. It's just not, it's not working. It's not, you know, it's not like, not flowing the way that you wish it would and so um 
you know, taking a minute and just working out the kinks, I think can be, um, it can be valuable. It, it really, really can. Mm. Um, okay, cool. So I did, uh, I did some gesture drawings over the last week and I'll, I'll share some of them. Let's see. I, I did some, I did some quick ones. These, you know, were, were fairly quick. I'll just sort of, you know, rifle through them. Um, there's that one again. <laughs> but quick, right? I, I think I think there were like uh, three minutes or or something like that. I should I should write that down. Very fast and too much detail mm. in the face and stuff. But I think you know it was like uh, I really tried to observe myself, think about like what it was I was doing, uh, and so mm. when it when I drew this one. I was like, yeah, this, it started to make the most sense to me as far as like how to approach, you know, like you know, these really quick ones, because it's how I would, it's how I would try to approach a longer sketch, but without the, um, uh, uh, without like all of the really tedious measurements. And so the thing I was looking at with this, you know, with this guy was, I'll draw the color. Um, I was looking at like this envelope I talked about that before right if I, I sort of imagine a line that sort of goes through here right and then I imagine another one that goes through there right again I might sort of another edge <laughs> basically coming up with a with a shape that could hold this this guy right so I don't get out of proportion, out of whack, like, you know, the, the short legs or the really long legs. It's, you know, start off with this idea of like, there's going to be a top and then there's going to be a lower edge and then there's going to be a middle. And then this envelope, right? This sort of like trying to, trying to relate this more basic shape, like the, the shape of the figure is more complicated, but, but like this basic sort of shape. Um, and then and then I really focused on uh, the negative spaces, right? The spaces that were not part of the figure. Carving mm, mm. out that stuff and looking at it, like I wasn't worried about this hand, you know what I mean? I wasn't worried about, you know, like, I'll, so I'll go back, you know, to this one. It's like, look at that, look at that stupid face. You know what I mean? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Because I'm like, I'm like looking at the face, I'm like, oh, I want to get this face. It's like, nah, that's, that's, that's a detail. That's not mm -hmm. going to, you know what I mean? That's not going to convey the, the figure. You know, it's, it's, it's like if the figure is well, you know, conceived, and then you put a beautiful face on it, it starts to work, right? But if you go for that face, you know what I mean? And the figure doesn't have its relationship. It's like, you know, it, again, it's sort of like, or, or the face ruins the figure. Maybe the figure has, has some other quality that's that's more uh, expressive or you know or more there's more of a continuity you know bad face could could uh, you know sort of ruin that anyway um, just sort of you know just thinking about it like all of the negative all the negative spaces you know that were present um, I also thought about 
alignments, right? There's an edge here of this foot and it aligns, let's see, you know, like pretty close. You know, there's a little bit of a distance here between the side of the face, right, and this foot. But that, but getting that relationship, I thought was helpful, right? I could see, all right, there's, uh, you know, if, if I had this foot like, you know, way inside here and the head was sort of, you know, uh, the head was, mm, let's see, we could tip it, right? The head was out here, right? It would look like they're going to tip over, right? But instead, because, you know, I, I looked at it, I was able to convey this idea that the feet are carrying the weight of the figure. The, you know, and the head itself is, is always, is, is always, if it's balanced, then the figure looks like it's going to, you know, be balanced, right? You know, even if like, so if you, if you're all the way tipping over, it's like, oh, it looks like you're going to fall. There's, you know, that's, that's what we're, we're used to seeing, we're conditioned to see. So if you, you know, so if something's tipped, but the head is still in balance, uh, uh, right? <laughs> you know, you're leaning, but the head still, you know, the head still is upright or is balanced, then you could say like, oh, there's just a lean that's happening, right? It, you're conveying all sorts of information this way. Um, right. But rather than trying to draw the thing, I tried to think about what, you know, wasn't it first and then go into, you know, more of the details and stuff. Um, so I, 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 I like that one. I thought it was a step in the right direction. Um, again, simple. Yeah, terrible hand, but like, you know, I think the figure was like a cloaked figure. I thought it was, uh, um, you yeah, know, I thought it was pretty effective. And then I did some, a uh, few 10 minute ones, right? What? So it was a 10 minute one, just a quick, quick study. But I think, again, it was more, uh, um, I didn't go for the face until like more towards the, you know, the end, like the figure, the figure was, was more fleshed out. Um, and I didn't really even try to do this, you know, to work on the saxophone really. Again, I could, I could say that there's some proportional issues but it's a little closer, I think, and certainly like as a gesture that has some rendering, you know, I was, um, I was pretty happy. Uh, this one is a little awkward. I Damn, she thick. Sorry. Well, she was like <laughs> sitting on a box, right? So like like flying, but like on this box, and so had this, yeah. Like you can see both, you know, both sides of. We're looking down, right? Down, we could see the buttocks flatly, right? So there's that that whole idea, um, and so, and there was a skirt sort of puffed out and stuff too. But I think you know, um, again, maybe too many details. It probably, you know, if I'm not sure where I'm at, but uh, um, her legs like so having having a bit so more, weird. like sort of a bit more of the the. That's crazy. The cage, you know what I mean? Of the rib cage here, that probably this shoulder needed to come back slightly. You know what I mean? It's just sort of mm -hmm. like there's a proportional issue. You get, you get caught up in the details of it, you know. So it's like when you're trying to draw fast, you want to, you know, you want it to be nice, but, um, but uh, let's see, yeah. And then this, so this last one, uh, mm. last one, I was, I was, I was pretty, mm. you know. So it was um, again ten minutes, the ten minutes a day, just sort of. You know taking some time and doing it um i enjoyed uh the process and then I, I i really was trying to have a critical eye and think about like how can i you know how can i approach it how can i make it more um uh, again like uh how can i get better results right in the 
in the particular format that I'm using, right? And I'm trying to do this quick thing. Um, this is from Quick Pose? Yes. Yeah, these are, oh, so they're okay. clothed figures from Quick Pose. Um, and I really, I you know I liked, our, we were using Pose Maniacs too, and I, I like that one also, but um, but it's good to, you know, it's good to switch it up a little bit. So, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Medusa for, um, she brought the, she brought our figure drawing practice back to our to our mm -hmm. attention. So mm -hmm. anyway, I yeah, wanted to show really a couple good. of my a couple of my drawings that I've been working on this week. Um, and just uh, I think uh, what I would say again is um, that this one I definitely thought about uh, again an envelope, you know, this linear sort of envelope that could simple right just a simple like what could hold the figure and then also that there's a top right there's a there's a bottom most part and then there's going to be a, a center there's going to be a there's going to be a halfway between and so sort of thinking about you know related trying to relate those that those two amounts those two volumes right this you know that these two halves um it helps to keep it in balance, right? So, and then what was nice too, you know, with the clothed figure is like, it just sort of takes away some of the, some of all of the complexity of the, of the body. Kyle Rose said, beautiful job, James. Oh, thank you. Um, anyways, I figured that we, we're all warmed up. We're, we're, we're looking at figures. Why don't we draw some? So, um, I've I've got uh, I've got this quick quick poses should be all all lined up. Um, why don't we why don't we start off? We'll do some we'll do just a, a couple of two minute ones, and then we're you know I think we could we could probably get away with doing a, a ten minute one. I think that would be fun. So uh, here, no, that yeah. Just setting it here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me share it with y'all. And uh, so, cool. So, uh, I think we're I think we're ready to start. Okay. Clothed and cut. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> With the the shows the show gets demonetized when it's uh, when we show too much nudity so we have to <laughs> we try to watch it but um but anyway we're gonna do a couple we'll, we'll just do a couple of two minute ones have a good time uh, with it and i would think which, you know i would just say uh, go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i'm sorry man um, no, it's kind of hard to you know when we're zooming um uh which brush were you using for that charcoal effect oh here we go charcoal yeah, it was a charcoal block. I was using the HB pencil brush. Oh, from, wow! From the drawing. Uh, so what's nice though is that, like, so if you hold it, if you hold it like you know, linearly, you know, it'll make a nice fine line. But you can also hold it to the side, and you can use the whole side of your stylus, and it makes a broader mark. Okay, word. Cool. So I think there's a. It's not the same. It it tries to replace what a pencil can do, but it's not. It's not the same thing. Um, but try different ones. Try the try the charcoal block. 
I think that that's a fun one to use. Um, for sure. It's a fun one to use. Uh, let me get rid of my nonsense. All right. Also, you may want to try, I think this is be, you know, would be perfectly valid and fun, especially, you know, so if you have, if you're working on paper, if you have toned paper, you have toned, you know, paper that's like, you know, it could be, you could draw on a paper bag right, from the grocery store, right? You know, like that has, you know, the brown paper bag has like, has a really wonderful tone to it, you know, so you can draw on it, mm. you could add white charcoal or something and sort of, you get like, you know, you get more of a range that can be nice. That's also a very good way to learn how to draw them, tattoo on black skin. I, I, yeah, give yourself some give yourself some variety. You know what I mean? I think that's a great that's a great um, uh, that's a great point. Yeah. So um, yeah. I interrupt you a lot, James. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, Zoom. I'm just I'm just right. going on and on today. Zoom makes things hard. It does. It does at least. All right, I'm, I think we're all set. I, uh, uh, if you're on your iPad, you can also tone your paper right at the with the background color. That's something that you can you know you can give that a try, and then of course like you know maybe maybe you can add a little white highlight or something like that. That might be might be something that you find effective. So uh, sure, why not? Let's let's uh, let's try it out. All right, two minutes. Better go. Better get started. <laughs> So, oh shit! Yeah, two minutes. Anyway, again, you know, it's you might do a quick envelope, you know, to kind of get to get an idea. Um, it's going to be a middle point. Rib cage, pelvis, the masses, right? The the biggest the biggest masses that you can start to to get. That might be a good sort of way to, to sort of get things get things going. But with only two minutes, it's like again, there's just so little information that you can really commit to. So, so however it is that you you know sort of approach it, you can always you know sort of crop in and do a smaller area rather than the whole figure. Um, I think that's something that's can be really effective. I've been uh, really enjoying working alongside um, younger tattoo artists and learning from them, seeing how they're doing doing things lately. I've been learning a lot, just you know, coming off my high horse, thinking I know everything. Mm. It's been very valuable. Because a lot of them, because yeah. a lot of them, um, you know, didn't have apprenticeships, so they had to kind of like teach themselves a lot of the stuff, and so 
um, that's valuable in and of itself. So if you taught yourself and you're this good, then I want to learn from you too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I just, I don't know, I think it's amazing that you're, you know, you have that, it's a great attitude to have, you know what I mean? That you can be with, you know, your colleagues and, um, you know, share, have like, you know, there's a, there's always got to be that camaraderie, right? Otherwise it just can be very very painful to work with. Very painful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it can be very isolating too. In other words. Because that's how I, you know, that's kind of how I came up. No, you got to hate on the other, the younger generation. You got to tell them they don't know what they're doing. Tell them, oh, <laughs> you know, this, that, and the third. And like, have, ever, have no one like you in the industry. Have no one want to be around you because you hate on everybody all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. That's not how it's supposed to work. Supposed Sounds to very work. much like my first apprenticeship. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I've heard some no. horror stories about apprenticeships, about uh, stuff similar. Mm -hmm. One of my friends actually had to quit theirs because it was, it was getting toxic. Oh, wow. I can imagine. Because there's no regulations, really, in the tattoo shop. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really have to treat you a certain way it's a, especially in south carolina it's a right to work state so this guy <laughs> hey is it uh too late to um because i know that the uh they said enrollment ends on february the 19th so that was yesterday i meant to enroll but i did not get around to i am not sure but you could always contact uh sandy at tattoo.com and ask so i think that might be you know like if you're really interested you know Give it a shot, you know. I'm not sure. Um, not sure what they'll say, but they do open it mm -hmm. up. Uh, I don't know if it's is it once a year or is it? I'm not sure when they open it up, but um, give it a try. It'd be great to be great to have all of you there um, for sure. But it's uh, it's a wonderful, you know, sort of uh, you know opportunity to have that have that experience. You know, hypothetical client. And then again, you get some feedback. It's a lot of extra work, right? You've got your, you've got your job, you know, on top of it. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's a it's about it's a personal, you know, like enrichment. But <laughs> and you take it at your own pace. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, basically, yeah. I think you really mm -hmm. can, Stephen. What's um, what do you what do you think about the the curriculum? Um, I couldn't recommend it enough, but I don't think it would, it's at your own pace. I mean, you got, you got a week to work on it, you know, your assignment, um, you know, if you snooze, you lose, man, if you don't turn it in, ain't nobody going to wait on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, I would, I would recommend it a lot. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think so. That, that's that makes perfect sense. That's how it goes, you know. Yeah, if you don't if you don't do it, it's um if you don't do it, it's on you know. Oh well. You know. Yeah, everybody okay, isn't. But the... but you want to you want to you know what I mean there's a yeah no, nobody's gonna beat you up over it they're just gonna move on mm -hmm. i think that it's um i've, I've taken uh, art classes at galleries i've had private art lessons um i've done education for a long time and uh, it's just as good as anything I've, you know, paid a whole lot more for. That's for sure. You mm. definitely. Even just on the artistic level, like aside from tattooing. Yeah, for sure. I think anybody that wanted to learn anything about art, you know, would benefit from it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So there's the, there are exercises that you can, you know, you can join up for that, but then there's also the curriculum that you can, you know, so you get access to the, you know, sort of going over the, what's in reinventing the tattoo. Oh, that two minutes goes so, oh my God. Goes so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do this last one and then we'll, um, let's do, we'll do a 10 minute one, so. This, I, I see a, a triangular shape. Right, like I, I think I see several, you know. So kind of thinking about like, all right, just a big sort of triangle, and then and there's a negative space for the legs. Like a triangle forms, um, maybe even. So if that's helpful at all, rather than sort of starting off with like a, you know, a particular body part, you know what I mean? With a particular part of the anatomy, you kind of give yourself that, that shape, um, that big, big shape to go with first, and then everything else can, you, know, you can start to relate it. And that's, this is, you know, just for the sketch, but I think what it, what it can do, it can start to help you to train your eye to see these sorts of relationships fast, right? To see it right away. So no matter what it is that you're, you know, you're doing a longer form, you have just that much more ability to sort of have insight into it. Cool. All right. Awesome. Um, well, uh, I would love to um, to kind of see everybody's drawings. Why don't we just let's take a minute and just you know we can show our drawings real quick and then uh, 
again, I'd like to do, I think we can do, yeah, one more, you know, one more session of like, we'll do 10 minute drawing and that would be, I think, you know, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's show what you, uh, show what you got. And so, um, Are we showing? Yeah, show them. Oh. Who's going first? Here, uh, looks like Steven's ready. I'll let me pin you up here, Steven. All right. Mine are um not loose, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, yeah, no, I love it. I think uh I really like the the dynamic one, the kicking one. I think that one is like it's got a real uh, that one. That one has a lot of you know, just like I said, dy dynamic quality to it. Um, and then a, I, the the panda bear one is charming. You know, <laughs> 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 that one is very charming. Um, yeah. No. Uh, so, did you? What do you think? Like, as you're as you were sort of working through it, was there was there any sort of did anything become apparent to you awareness wise? Were you thinking about certain things? uh different way um i'd be honestly i felt uh I haven't, I haven't done any figure drawing since the last time we did figure drawing together so I, I feel like i was pretty pretty tight um but the the more i did the looser i got i felt uh pretty confident scribbling out the um the last one there the the girl sitting down like you said you know you had that that nice triangle shape to work with um i tried to think about uh as far as relationship of, uh like you're showing like with the feet to the head maybe you know you kind of got a straight line somewhere to have a have a starting point you know start kind of cutting it out if you will you know something oh excellent yeah excellent and so um well i again i think that there's there's a lot of value to doing it and um i think i think that it, you know you can actually come up with something that becomes really aesthetically pleasing on its in its own right. You know, like sketches can be so beautiful. So, mm. um, anyway, sure, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, Thank very you. nice work. Cool. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go. All right, Elise. Okay. Here we go. Mm. So, so go ahead. Okay. So I don't know. I've always done better at gestures, uh, doing more of like a scribble effect, <laughs> just because it's more like I'm carving out the figure and like the more information I have on there, uh, I can kind of calculate where the next piece is going to be, even if it's not necessarily the most anatomically correct thing, I can kind of correct for that later. Um, just to get the movement of it because otherwise it kind of gets too stiff um, so I was going more for the movement of the uh, of the poses rather than the anatomical correctness uh, yeah it makes sense to me especially with think... time given you know to do a gesture yeah. to kind of get that movement I think that's a... yeah I do think my panda here I'll zoom in on my panda I think he came out a little pirate looking <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. 
So the one, uh, so the one with the, uh, I think the extended leg. Uh, let's see. The jumping guy. Mm, the jumper one, yeah, very cool. The lower right hand side, that one. one. Yeah, that is a real, I think, proportion proportionate relationship that I think is mm. um, it's really starting to work. And again, it's that idea, you know, all of them kind of uh, they seem pretty good at this, but the idea of like sort of supporting the head, mm-hmm. right? the body supports the head. So when you're doing the, you know, you're trying to get the gesture, there's the movement, but then there's also that like, you know, the notion, like it's sort of the, the body is supporting the head and that yeah. starts to, um, that starts to, I think, be an important part of the, you know, the, what it is, the activity. Mm-hmm. You're doing. So thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go next. Okay. <laughs> oh, do you want to go, Amber? I thought you picking up a book. Next. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kicking dude was was uh difficult. He was difficult. Not gonna lie. Um, I like the panda guy. Um, this guy was this was kind of hard to render because, you know, the hat, you know, kind of the hat's weird. Um, it was also at a strange angle. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, of course, what is it? Three minutes. Ten seconds. It was, it was yeah, we're drawing. two minutes. We were doing two minutes. Yeah. So it was <laughs> right. very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's 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 cool to catch the the essence of these figures. Um I'll say that like while you're drawing it, it's just like, God, this is so hard. Oh my god. And then you move on and then you move on. And you look at it at the end and it's like, Oh, that actually looks pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're able to capture that. Once the initial panic <laughs> you get past it. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. So I thought the your, uh, the panda one was was super cool, and so I thought oh, you know you. just sort of like yeah, it, really proportionate, right? So the whole figure like it it looked like a person with a panda head on top. You know what I mean? It's like so there was a lot, and then of course the gesture holding the, you know, I think it, it had a it just because of the quickness of it, it could have been a wand or it could have been a sword. Either way. You know what I mean? It sort of it sort of worked on both on both levels, but um, uh, but yeah, no, excellent, excellent work overall. Amber, let's check yours out. I'm all analog. That's cool. Here, let me pin you. I wanna so we can see it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, awesome kicking guy. Yeah, he oh, was pretty fun. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, that kicking guy. Panda's so creepy. I see the um, the tape on the guy's nipples, which was like you know, <laughs> was a little bit disconcerting for sure. But it was, uh, but yeah, no, I see that. I had at it. No, very nice. And then again, I see the you know you kind of went with the triangle shape for the last figure too. I can see that that movement. So so you all, I mean, I thought that was like it was like you saw it and you're like, oh, that's obvious. But I see that you all sort of drew a triangle to sort of envelope it. Okay. I, thought, I, 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 I think that's a really great way to go. You know what I mean? Especially such a closed in sort of, you know, uh, such a such a closed in pose. It's like exactly see that. 
Same thing with the kicking guy. He kind of had a big triangle that would have shaped him out as well. You know what I mean? Like it could have been slight, you know, slightly, you know, more trapezoidal or something. But <coughs> yeah, no, I, I really liked your uh, your panda guy. A lot of <laughs> a lot of character to it. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, Looked like the villain we do. <laughs> they were um, no really. Uh, oh, these were fun. Let me, I will share, share mine again. God. Hold on. Hold on. Elevator music. Ah. That's it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so there's my uh, seated figure. Um, yeah, weird feet. For whatever reason, feet got away from me, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, and maybe a little bit, a little bit too, too narrow here. So probably sort of, it could have, the whole thing probably could have been pushed, uh, pushed a little bit, slightly differently. But anyway, but yeah, no, the, for me, I could, for me, I could see that there was a, the bottom had like a, had a, the bottom of the triangle had a bit of an angle to it. And that really kind of pushed the figure forward in, in space. Um, so I thought that was, uh, you know, again, just interesting kind of observation. There's my kicking guy. Um, cool. Yeah, weird kind of, uh, weird kind of foot over here. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> weird foot. Um, but you know, I'm like, I'm like avoiding, avoiding the facial details, which I think is, uh, that was, uh, was my panda bear, panda bear guy. Um, a little bit of face on that. That was fun. Um, yours doesn't look menacing at all. <laughs> yeah, there's my that guy uh, with the tape on his nipples. So one thing I thought that was uh, you know that I observed was um, there was certainly like a certainly like a tip um, this angle here of uh, the clavicles of the collarbones so that's something that i try to look for as a is an anatomical reference you know so whenever you're looking you know it's uh the the collarbones there's going to be an angle to it right so when you look you may sort of notice like oh the you know it's tipping more one way or the other same thing with the hips right, i'll go to the next uh, uh go to the next one and see if you can see that so right like um Again, there's like a there's a bit of a tip, uh, bit of an angle here to the to the collarbone area um, here at the hips, sort of slight angle this way. This I would you know suggest is a slight contrapposto uh, pose, right? So that's you get like you get this sort of shifting. Uh, shoulders kind of go one way, and then hips hips go the other. Right. so it's sort of a shifting of balance of the weight and so when you see that you know it's like you know that that can give again there's this dynamic sort of you know movement of the you know the figure but if you start to see that structure you know it's almost like the anti-flow you know the, the structure you know the linear and horizontal structure of the body going in different directions that can also provide a bit of sort of dynamic kind of movement as well um, what I find interesting is that, you know, um, just how do I put this right? Um, like, it doesn't have to be, this might sound weird, but it doesn't actually have to be a woman 
in order for me to be aroused by it. You know what I mean? Like you could just do the bare bone, like this, like this figure, you can see the S curve, right? Um, and so th this, I, I, I understand how perverted this might sound, but uh, just this overall, my observance of this, but just, just this, the bare bones of this image, it looks like a sexy feminine pose. You know mm. what I mean? And, mm. and you know what I'm saying? Um, and, but these, this is just a basic sketch, but my brain registers this as, as such, mm. you know, um, possibly because it, it is the S curve and we, we really like the S curve as humans. I, yeah, I, I, yes, I agree with, with, uh, with your sentiments for sure. And, and, uh, you know, I think, um, there's a certainly, so certainly sort of having that, having that movement that kind of goes through, you know, and so whatever, you know, so ex excited by there's, you know, there's some kind of like, uh, interest that sort of gets, that gets sparked. Yeah. It can be very, I think there's all kinds of there's all kinds of uh, psychology, you know, that's, <laughs> that we could psychoanalyze, uh, you know, quite a bit, but I think, um, yeah, I think that there's, uh, uh, yeah, I think that there's so much that we can sort of, that we communicate through our drawings that are, uh, you know, there's absolutely kind of like, a, a, it's unsaid, but, it, but again, it's kind of like, you know, we were talking about like image and language and how those things interact you can't necessarily, you know, uh, I think, you know, identify it like perfectly, right? What, what can be shown, right? Can't be said, right? So these are the things that I think are, uh, you know, this is really what we're hopefully the heart of the matter we're trying to get to. So I love that. I, I think that's great. Um, all right, let's see. Let's do, um, yeah, let's do one more 10 minute one. And then, uh, then we'll wrap it up for the day. So uh, I think we are we're sharing it. And then so I'm going to do a custom 1,000 seconds. Hopefully that works. And um, clothes, we have clothes on. Since we're going to be working on it for a few minutes, I think we can, you know, if we don't, if we're not feeling the first one, we can... Uh, uh, we could definitely like do uh we could s switch it out to the to the next so hmm this one's kind of nice it's a lot of uh a lot of fabric and stuff um let's do oh wow it. look at that Good yeah, why not let's, uh, let's <laughs> wow. i thought you were just like i thought you were just showing it to us i was like <laughs> well, yeah nice no i was like are. uh this is the let's let's draw i think we can draw this one so again i think okay. um Here's what I would say as you're starting to analyze it. We've got 10 minutes. Like those other ones that we just drew were so fast. So take a moment, look at the subject, and start to Panic. maybe think about like how can I break this down in simple, simple shapes and stuff first. Right? And then you know, I want to avoid the I want to avoid like all of the the details. Um and allow those to emerge right out of out of what it is that I'm working on. So let me see here. But try try a few different, you know, of your brushes, right? If you have if you have brushes or, you know, like a again, 
perhaps, you know, if you're working analog, like Amber is, you could always hold your pencil, you know, instead of like, instead of like you're writing sentences, you could always maybe try to hold it, you know, between your side or finger, right, where you can sort of move it around like this. Um, that could be really useful. You can also do that with your stylus too, for that matter. I think there's, um, you know, there's all kinds of ways that you can go about it. Um, but one thing I might do is like, I may hold my my stylus up, close one eye, right? And sort of hold it up and find an angle, right? And then I can always take my angle back to my paper. That can be very useful. I mean, just sort of giving a basic notion So I see a triangle shape again. <laughs> I definitely see a triangle. Um, but then, yes, there's, you know, there's going to be, you know, some middle point to the triangle. And I want to look and sort of see, like, where on the, where in this, you know, the figure that I'm trying to capture, what is the middle point of it? I think that can be useful. block in the head. Um, so I see the shoulders, right? I can see the collarbones. There's an angle to it, right? I can, they're each going at a specific angle, but if I, if I just sort of look at generally, right? Generally the collarbones, um, there's, this, there's an overall kind of relationship that they have. Again, this is gonna be it's the perspective, right? It's related to eye level. It's related to, you know, this figure in space. Um, so I'm not going to worry about each individual, you know, the, the way the bones are going, but just like the direction that they're, you know, that they're kind of have to each other. So in this particular case, right, the, the head itself is sort of tipped, tipped downward. We can see, uh, you know, see just a bit of like overlap, right? The muscles, there's a sort of triangular shaped muscle behind the neck called the trapezius. So when you're looking, you see shoulder, you see trapezius, you see the neck, the chin is sort of slightly in front of trapezius there. It's what uh, the what Jim Jim Bros they call the you know the traps, right? <laughs> <laughs> traps. So. Um, I 
I don't want to alarm everybody, but I think we're probably already at a, we've already gone two or three minutes. So. Oh my God. I know. So get it blocked in. I'm like talking about details and stuff. Don't, don't mind me. <sighs> don't mind me. We don't need all those details, but instead, right. Try to focus in on some of that basic stuff. How does, uh, how can you convey this, you know, this basic forms without, you know, worrying about superfluous details at this point. So does anybody have any fun, exciting projects coming up this week? Yeah, I'm working on it. This week. What? What happened? I officially signed my contract this week. Hey. Yeah, what contract, Amber? My apprenticeship contract. Nice. I've already been putting in hours, but now that we're sure we're a good fit and everything, I'm signing the contract and learning about piercing and everything, too. Oh, that's so nice. Welcome. We're, we're <laughs> so excited to have you. It's tattooing the tattoo world. Back. Huh? I am excited to be back. Yes. I Yes, we've missed you too. It's actually interested in getting me my license, not just making sure I'm not their competition. Mm. <laughs> See, the pie is big enough to go around. The more people tattooing, the more people getting tattooed. Isn't that the way? You know? Great way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard um, on, a, on the radio weeks ago but the industry is like two billion dollars it's a two billion dollar industry the, the tattooing body art industry um, and it's sort of projected to become a four billion dollar industry like in the next decade or something like that so nice so it's gonna double that's what's up yeah yeah so it's probably all the more important to, to really become active and engaged with like how legislation gets written, mm -hmm. how the rules are going to get written. Um, mm -hmm. These are, uh, there are already rules that we follow, but there's going to be more, you know, because it's becoming a very big business. Um, yeah. Do you know the nature? I know we talked about it a little bit last um, last week, but do you know the nature of like you described it as coming down the pipeline? But like, what actually changed um, in in legislation uh, altogether? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, uh, there's a there's a great Discord group. That I uh, that I just joined uh, very recently, and it's um, <clears throat> was created uh, by Ben Shaw, and um, so and I I left a, I, I may have put it in the um, in the chat last time, but I could I could put it back in the chat again, but you can also look it up. You know, if you look up uh, his uh, Ben Shaw archetype 
uh, website. You can get access to the Discord server there um, where they're talking about different legislation for different regions because that's because we're our that's how it is. It's a patchwork of laws. So you know, oh, the laws okay. in South Carolina are going to be different than the laws in Indianapolis. Going to be different than the laws in Ohio. Going to be different than the laws in uh, Oregon. Yeah, and New Jersey, right? Um, everywhere is different, and so. Um, but um, I I would imagine at some point there may be you know there may become some sorts of regulations that become more federal, right? Or, you know, sort uh -huh. of nationalized. I, I could only imagine that that would, it's probably going to be the case. Uh -huh. um, so what kind of, uh, once they're there, they're really hard to get rid of, right? Uh -huh. So um, once they're in place, right, they're, they're you're subject to them. So. Uh -huh. How do you, so there's nothing on the federal level that's changed? Is, is it just to kind of like, you know, all these states are kind of like buddies, and so they just kind of get together and they're like, hey, we're going to start legislating on a local level, on a state level about, you know, tattooing and salon, salons or something like that? As far as my like knowledge, that. I don't know if there's anything that's, uh, you know, that has changed on the national level just gotcha. yet. But, gotcha. But it is, you know, it's something that, you, you know, to be aware of. Yeah. Um, so it's certainly been brought to my consciousness and I'm, you know, I, I think it's, um, so as a community, we get together and, you know, try to try to support each other through this, you know, this time, you know, through these What's the discord? Changes. I will, we'll just have I will send it, I will send it to, uh, you all. Thank you. I'll put it in the. Put it in the chat after I stop sharing. <laughs> but I will put it in the chat. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so again. You can look up. You can also look up Ben Shaw, and he has a the um, Linktree uh, site that has a has access to the to the Discord server there. Um, but it's uh, other than that, I'm not. You know, I mean, there's you know. There's going to be probably, you know, it's it's got to be a local thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the Alliance of Professional Tattooists. Uh, so I recently, I don't, I can't remember if I'd ever joined before or not. I, you know, I, I may have. I know that the, you know, first shop I ever worked at, they were, you know, very, very pro uh, APT. Um, but I went ahead and went ahead and paid my dues, uh, got on board with it. So I think, I think it's, uh, you know, again, it's just a, it's a, it's a collective that you know, if you're a professional tattooer, you um, should consider joining because they, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna speak on our behalf, represent us on our behalf. And that's, uh, that's important. So. So right. back to the drawing. So one other thing that I may suggest is, uh, you know, we're looking at it and um, something that can help once you, once you kind of have some things sort of dialed in, um, you may want to add some rendering. So a good way to go about it would be 
I would squint my eyes, right? So you squint. And so as you squint your eyes, what, what comes out or, you know, what, what like sort of becomes noticeable is what's darkest and what's lightest, right? So as I'm looking, I can see the hair is like the darkest dark. That's just my, you know, from what I'm seeing. And there's all a lot of really fine, small darks right where the dress sort of meets the, the ground. So very small mm. shadows underneath there. That gives a nice edge, I think, a nice border to the, you know, to the composition as you're thinking about it. Again, there's shadows behind, you know, we're kind of, you know, you may or may not like work on the, on the space as much, but I look also and I squint and I see, you know, that the background is kind of darker than that white, you know, like, so on her left side, her arm, there's the, you know, the, the puff that sort of the puff of the dress by the shoulder, right? The, the background's like darker than that. But then the arm itself, right? There's a shadow on that, just that edge. And that is darker than the background, if you notice. So kind of like push that shadow edge a little bit darker. Same thing with the shoulder to the trapezius to the neck right on that left side. It's not as dark as the, as the hair is, but it certainly has a, you know, it's darker than the, darker than the background. So as you're thinking about it, it maybe a sort of a way that you can render the line that's, um, that again, tries to express that relationship. It's, could be a contoured edge that you have, right? Maybe you could put a little bit of, a little bit of rendering in the background there, just to sort of express it. But I think you know, however you decide to do it, you know, just becoming sort of mindful of the positive, the negative relationship, the posneg, like something is darker, something is lighter. That helps to really convey, you know, what it is that uh, um, you're trying to express. Um, I think in an elegant way, right? You know, in a, in a way that sort of uh, can be intelligible too, right? So out, even outside of the, you know, like the, the aesthetic, right? The aesthetic kind of comes from this, you know, all these relationships that you're developing, but you're ultimately conveying information, kind of like, again, like we were saying, like you're kind of abstracting so as to, um, demonstrate for the audience like what it is they're supposed to pay attention to um, this again may not control what they do but uh, but certainly you can start to express for them um, what's important degrees of importance or you know focal points if you will And then you may finish off with a, a sharper contour, maybe that could be nice. All right. Oh God. I feel like I was uncharacteristically quiet because <laughs> I was concentrating. Yeah, everybody was everybody was like focused on their focused on their drawing and then that guy. So um, yeah, no, yeah. Pencils down, stop. I'm, I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm not 
<laughs> Quit. That was uh, something that my uh, my old drawing teacher used to say, right? Like, uh, you know, don't noodle. Mm. Don't noodle around. It's it's important. You know, you kind of being having some decisiveness. At least, like that's what the demo you're demonstrating. I think can be can be really powerful. So, um, all right, I will here. Let me. Uh, I'll show mine real quick and. Then yeah, definitely. I'd love to love to see everybody's. So here is here is mine. Eventually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's mine. Um, wow. So I wanted to, you know, I think there may be, you know, if I'm this one. If I flip it around, I can kind of see it from a different perspective. I think it works. I think it works out okay. Like the you know the proportions are you know acceptable for you know especially for our uh, you know for an amount of time. Um, again, the things I was sort of talking about, like there's this you know overall sort of triangle shape that happens. Um, the shoulders, as I was talking about, like how they, you know, the movement here. What I'm, what I'm talking about is, you know, uh, get rid of those. What I'm talking about is, so the clavicle here, the sort of the, uh, here's the sternal notch, right, the top of the sternum, and then the collarbones go off like this. They attach, they attach to a your shoulder blade. There's a little, there's a little piece of your shoulder blade uh, called the uh, acromion process, and it comes across, and then your collarbones attached to it. So you can call that the AC joint, but it's that's these, you know, that's these little spots right here. You look at that, and then you know, sort of go across. Then you can start to have like this angle of the, you know, of the of the shoulders. Um, but but anyway, so that angle there and then you know for the rest of it like it was all kind of disguised under all that you know poofy dress so um, probably just sort of see you know for me i was really sort of focused on these uh on this, these negative shapes you know what i mean those guys uh that sort of thing just sort of carving it out from the triangle the triangle sort of shape that we have um and then, yeah, again, I was sort of looking for the darkest darks, and I, you know, so I saw it here um, in the in the in the hair, the darkest area of the overall figure, and then, um, and then just sort of looking again at the at the edges of the. Yes, awesome. So, um, yeah, that's mine. I will. Love to see yours. I think Stephen had to go, but thank you, Stephen, for coming. It was awesome. It was awesome to see your drawings today and great to have you. So um, yeah, who else wants to who else wants to show theirs? I'll go. All right. Thank you, Elise. Okay. I panicked. No. There we go. Oh, it's still not not happen i never learn the tonal values though there we go so i truly really tried to get like that 
I think it's called ruching on the uh, the dress to get like the flow. What is ruching? What does that mean? Uh, all of, like the the fluff, the fluff and stuff on the, uh, <laughs> on the dress. I'm gathering, yeah, cloth to ruffles. Yeah, oh, ruffles, okay, not gotcha. ruching. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. I think I uh, paid a lot of attention to the the dress, but then her face got so angry. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, you know, so I think you kind of got that basic triangular shape, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, and certainly, like, there was a nice darkness to the hair. I think probably, too, you know, if we started to look at the, you know, at at the details of all of the folds and stuff in the, you know, in the dress... That there was, you know, there's really some beautiful, some beautiful moments in it. So um, thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. And then who else wants to go next? I'll go Amber? next. All right. Let's check yours out, Amber. Mm. Wait. Nice. So I think um, what we were ended up, you know, what we ended up with is um, I really love the 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 front, especially. Right, so the relationship you're able to sort of capture with the, you know, the the rib cage and the, the shoulders, mm-hmm. I think that's like um, that's very well seen. Her head yeah, is in, into the torso, like how it sort of twists and then comes, you know, down into the to the hips. So some really nice, some really nice seeing and stuff there. What do you think? What were some of the challenges, and what were some of your, you know, your favorite parts about it? Um, my favorite parts were the shading. I love to do shading. I don't know why. But her head is definitely too small for our body. Mm. Of course, we rendered it in already. So, I I well, definitely I, I definitely feel that pain. Like there's some, you know. I remember back in life drawing class, you know, we'd always work on a drawing for like two weeks. You know what I mean? So we'd have the model sitting there, and it'd be like you'd be working on the same drawing for like two weeks in a row. And then you get to like it's the last day, you know, and you're like, and you take a step back, you're like, oh my god, the head is too small. Like, <laughs> you already done it all, you know. There's no going back. So, um, so yeah, I I understand that. It's like, and so that's what's so fun about these practices, and that's what's so fun about doing this as a, you know, as a, uh, you know, as an activity that you you get a chance to sort of, you know, learn about yourself and learn about how you see things. And so, um, yeah, excellent, excellent work. So thank you so much for. For showing spirit love to see yours oh thank you yeah this was not easy uh definitely not easy so i tried to kind of just focus on the form or body uh you know the you know the proportions making sure everything's like lined up correctly i wanted to kind of capture her leg right here the kneecap um and you know just kind of how she's sitting and the you know rouge and ruffles as it were i just kind of wanted to pay attention to the way the light hit it the most um but yeah this was uh very challenging well um i appreciate everybody taking on the challenge i think that it's uh um again it's like this is uh i think so enjoyable to do and then you know again we're kind of we're putting ourselves out there right this is how it looks you know this is what it looks like when you're doing it um especially you know 
live and in person. We can take all the time we want behind the scenes and really, you know, sort of make things perfect and stuff, you know, but, um, but we're out here like sort of performing and, and showing, you know, showing others that they can do it too. And so I'm, you know, I'm just really like, I'm really grateful to everybody for, for, for doing it, for, for practicing. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that it, that it like, that it's inspirational to the rest of your drawings that you're going to do this week. The rest of the other things you're going to end up doing this week. I think those are, you know, that's really ultimately what I'm hoping that we, uh, you know, that we, that we do together. Um, so I just want to, again, I just want to express like my gratitude for everybody, you know's efforts today and every, all the contributions and things. So again, thank you very much, everybody. Why don't we go around and do a quick uh, round of sign offs and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. So yeah, yeah we'll get that down. All right. So um, Amber, would love it if you could give us your sign off. Okay. I'm Amber Morgan. I'm an apprentice at Luxury Tattoos and Permanent Cosmetics in Egg Harbor City, New Jersey. And you can find me on all social media platforms under Amber Morgan. Thank you, Amber. Again, it's great to have you. Thanks for coming. And um, so glad, you know, so excited to hear about you signing your contract and, you know, things are, things are really developing for you. And, and so um, I've enjoyed like being able to watch, watch your journey. So thank thanks. you. Appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Spirit, let's have your sign off. Hey guys, my name is Spirit. Uh, you can find me at Tattoos by Spirit on Instagram, Tattoos by Spirit on TikTok, and TattoosbySpirit.com. Everything lowercase spell correctly. One word. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, you know, not only I think like you know for for the for all the drawings and stuff you made today, but of course, like you know, just I really enjoy your insights into things too. I I learn a lot, you know, from from you know being around you and so i really appreciate cool man yeah all things likewise awesome thank awesome you. yeah thank you and i i also i'm so excited to hear about your you know your new shop environment how everything is you know like things are developing you like are really enjoying your you know your colleagues and stuff i'm sure that they appreciate you know i'm sure that they appreciate too like this you know there's this this uh uh this mutual respect Right. So mm -hmm. a lot, you know, it's just really respectful. And I think that's really awesome. So, yeah, um, so, it's yeah. a very, it's very healthy, you know, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, it, it, that's really all I can say about without speaking poorly on my previous experiences. It's I'll just say that this is in stark contrast to it. And I, I'm just in a very, very positive place. I'm happy for you, man. That's awesome. So thank you mm -hmm. again. Uh, Elise, let's have your sign off. Hello, I'm Elise, and I am a 3D modeling major uh, that, and I'm going to be graduating uh, at the end of the spring. Uh, if, yeah. I'm still sane, <laughs> if I'm still sane by then. <laughs> but uh, you can find me at elisemarlvisuals.com and on Instagram and ArtStation at elisemarlvisuals. Yeah, no, so excited for you. This are you know, such a busy time, so. You know, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you taking the time to, to come on here. And, you know, I've, I've been working with you for, for many years now. And so, uh, you know, I, again, I just, you know, I've loved seeing, seeing your progress and, and you're, you know, becoming the artist you are. So, so again, thank you for coming. Um, 
it's been it's me. been a real pleasure yeah, yeah. 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 pleasure so well I'm, uh, I'm james wisdom me. this has been drawing for tattooers um if you're still here with us make sure that you hit the like and subscribe button uh, helps the algorithm of course um and uh, join us at hell city for uh for live drawing for tattooers we'd love to have you um again when are you gonna when is it gonna be may 19th through may 21st so um you know so yeah check it out more details to come um but this has been drawing for tattooers thanks again for coming uh happy drawing everybody we'll see you next stream